NPR. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Waylon Wong. And I'm Paddy Hirsch. Today is Jobs Friday, and the news from the Bureau of Labor Statistics is not bad. The US economy created 150,000 jobs last month, which isn't too shabby, and I think definitely merits a toot on the old horn. That number is not as good as some people were hoping for, though. The forecast was for around 170 to 180,000 jobs. And the unemployment rate is ticking up a bit. The BLS says it's now up to 3.9 percent. That's the highest since January of 2020. The job market, though, is still pretty tight. There are still lots of open jobs out there, and companies are still creating jobs. And there appear to be more open positions than there are workers to fill them. In this kind of market, the balance of power between workers and employers is usually tilted in the workers' favour. We say usually because something unusual is happening in the labour market right now. Yes, there's lots of jobs open, which means workers can be picky. But employers are being picky too. They're advertising jobs, but in a lot of cases, they don't seem to be in a big hurry to fill them. So on today's show, we'll look at this unusual wrinkle in the labour market and what it means for workers and employers and for the economy as a whole. That's coming up after the break. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Babson College. Discover Babson College's Master of Science in Management and Entrepreneurial Leadership Program, an intensive nine-month journey that equips recent college graduates with practical skills for today's dynamic business landscape. Tackle real-world challenges and emerge with a problem-solving mindset. Whether you choose to start your own business or innovate within a corporation, a master's from Babson will help launch your career forward. Apply today at babson.edu slash msleader. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. If I say the word tight to describe something, it might conjure the impression of something being squeezed. And when it comes to the labour market being tight, the people usually being squeezed are employers. We're seeing a lot of that in the economy right now. As we've seen over the last year or so, employers are paying more and offering better benefits. We've seen them agreeing to union demands and industrial action. And some employers are struggling with this squeeze. Recruiters for the U.S. military, for example, are on record saying this is the most challenging recruiting environment the Department of Defense has probably ever faced. The intense competition for talent right through the economy might be bad news for companies or organizations that are strapped for cash and trying to manage their spending. But it continues to be great news for people who are looking for jobs right now. I think there's a lot of opportunities out there. This is Betsy Stevenson. She's professor of economics and public policy at the University of Michigan. Lots of people will be struggling to find workers but when it's in a, a labor market that's not just tight, but one with a lot of openings and opportunities and new businesses getting started, then people can be even more picky about what kind of work they want to do. 
And there are lots of opportunities out there. The U.S. is creating record numbers of new businesses, and that's beyond the startup surge that we saw in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. The increase in opportunities that are out there really comes from two things. It comes from this new surge in business dynamism with a huge increase in the new business formation and the fact that there are businesses that have like really tried to reconfigure how they do things. The pandemic ushered in a kind of workplace revolution that has encouraged workers to agitate for better workplace conditions and flexibility. And employers, by and large, have responded. In this new landscape where there's a glut of jobs and an awareness that working conditions can change, job seekers can afford to be picky, which is kind of refreshing. It's nice to hear that the balance of power has tipped a little in employees' favor for a change. Well, not so fast. It turns out that it's not just potential workers that are being picky right now. Employers are being picky, too. Betsy says a lot of employers right now are advertising jobs, like a lot of jobs. But weirdly, they don't seem to be in a particular hurry to hire. Not every job opening is getting filled. And we're not seeing employers care enough about filling those openings that wages are skyrocketing. So that must mean that there's a lot of potential employers that are willing to hire if they find the right person and aren't going to hire if they don't find the right person. In other words, what we have right now is a labour market in which both workers and employers are being super picky, which is super unusual and just kind of super, really. It's a great economy. It's great. Like, lots of opportunities. Only take one that really works for you. That's the life everybody should want to live. This unusual balance between labor and employers has an important side effect. It means that while pay is rising in many jobs, we're not seeing huge widespread wage increases. If you had an economy where only employees were being picky, what you'd see is a big surge in wages, right? Every employer would be like, I want this person. I want this person. I'll I'll pay a little bit more. But that's not happening. And this is just as well, Betsy says, because that would play into one of the biggest issues the world is facing right now, inflation. People have been very responsive. They see all these new openings out there. They're not saying, I'm only going to come back into the workforce if you pay me really high wages, which might spike some kind of wage price inflation spiral. They seem to be coming back if they find a job they want to take which is not quite the same thing as, you know, if you throw more money on the table, then maybe you'll be able to lure me out of my house to take a job. The jobs boom we're seeing now is due to an enterprise boom in which millions of new companies have been created over the last few years. Yeah, you want a little data dump on this, I do, I do. All right, so between 2020 and 2023, there were 4.9 million applications filed each year to create new companies. That's up 89%. Yeah, did you file your application for, I don't know, what was that idea you had, outfits for (laughs) guinea pigs? I could file several applications for (laughs) one of the ideas that I have. But here's the thing, not all of those companies were actually created and became employers. But a significant number did. By one estimate, we created 1.2 million new employers in that period. Betsy says that the conditions that enabled that enterprise boom were unprecedented. She means COVID-19, of course, and the massive stimulus that was pumped into the economy. All of that cash, well, it helped people spend, but I think it did more than help people spend. I think it reduced the risk that they faced. And 
They didn't have to worry about being evicted. They didn't have to worry about making that student loan payment. And when we take some of the risk away in other places, it looks like people are more willing to take on other risk, like starting a new business. Now, the government isn't likely to turn on the cash spigot again like that anytime soon. So it's anyone's guess how long these optimal labour market conditions are going to last. And the other thing Betsy says is that not everyone is feeling the benefits of all of this. Because it hasn't been one economy for everybody. The people who've taken advantage of the new opportunities that are out there have moved largely to better things. The people who've stayed put, a lot of them have seen their job perhaps evolve in a way that's not quite as good as it was before. That's why even though the data coming out of the BLS and other monitors indicates that the labor market is in pretty good shape, not everyone feels that way. There's a lot of change underway in the U.S. labor market. And there's definitely a a group of people, perhaps a large group of people, for whom a lot of change leads to feelings of anxiety and worry. And, you know, they're not quite sure that things are going to turn out as well as they were before. And it's small wonder that people are so anxious about their prospects. Automation, AI, global trade. The forces of change are moving faster than they ever have. And Betsy says the only way to survive in an economy like this is to be flexible and to take the opportunities when they come. This episode was produced by Corey Bridges with engineering by Sina Lafredo. It was fact-checked by Sarah Juanes and edited by Kate Kincannon. The Indicator is a production of NPR. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Support for NPR comes from ADP. Say you're in HR and a solar flare adds an extra hour to each day. How would this impact business? ADP designs forward-thinking solutions to help your business take on the next anything. ADP. Always designing for people. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. This spring, Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Go to mintmobile.com indicator. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply.